You're listening to The Jason Greger Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Experience all the excitement of the casino on your desktop or mobile device at PlayAlberta.ca. Sign up and receive a $50 welcome bonus using the promo code CASINO50. So it's a little bit of a different gig for you. It's a different grind, I'll tell you that. <laughs> it's so much easier to just show up and fight. There's only one thing to do. <laughs> yeah, well, cutting weight uh, at times could be challenging, although I guess when you, once you got used to it over time, you'd do it. So kind of take me back to, you know, what got, what got you in the in – because the, there's a lot of athletes who get into coaching or they get into managing, right? And, um, you know, I've, I've had a few mixed martial arts guys who, who want to, you know, try their hand in the promotion game. So what kind of – what piqued your interest? Well, you know, it's uh, coming that time here. I got a couple left in me. And, um, you know, I still want to stick around the sport. You know, I have the gym at Wolf House. Um, you know, I got fighters I'm coaching too. So, um, you know, it's just like, why not do the promotion? You know, this will keep me in the game okay. till I'm real old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. So, so your first card's coming up this Saturday. And um, what has been the biggest eye-opener for you running a promotion of an event well you know everybody says they want to own their own business but they don't understand it's not a nine to five where it just shuts off at five o'clock i'm like this is 24 7 you know the phone's ringing you know if a fight get canceled you got to get back on that switch these flights so yeah the biggest thing is just making sure all of the ducks are lined up you know, that's the biggest thing. And then Saturday come, you know, it's like all the work you do. It's just like a fight. You put all that eight weeks into a training camp and then come fight night. That's the premiere. Um, you know, you you worked, uh, you know, or I guess worked for Mark Pavlich for a long time. Uh, have you reached out to guys who've done this before to, to get any advice as you go through it? Like, you know, Armel and, and boxing that when someone all of a sudden cancels, you're like, what the? Like, you know, because you got to work in visas. You got to make sure that people can get in here. And then someone's canceled. Their, their flight canceled. Like, who have you who have you leaned on during this? Um, You know, I've, I've reached out to Mel for sure. You know, she's was the one who her and her dad, uh, you know, RIP Milan. But um. uh her and her dad were the ones who had boxing here. Yeah. You know, and um, um, so, yes, I've reached out to her to, you know, just get those little things, you know, because I've been around the sport, you know, just on the other end. But when I was doing it, I knew this was probably going to be what I'm going to end up doing when I'm done fighting. So, you know, I was always watching, listening, hearing what was going on. And today, you know, it's uh, we ran a bunch of 15 amateur shows during COVID and stuff. So we were getting used to, yeah. you know, running amateur shows. But it's a big difference when things got to get paid. Amateurs is free. Yeah. You know, now when you're paying, it's a big jump, right? Yeah. Well, you, you want to get sponsors and you want to make sure you can give them a purse that makes fighters want to come and, and be on your card. So it's this Saturday and, uh, you know, it's it's combat sports series. Yeah. Right. Now, you, of course, uh, starting with your dad, uh, boxing was in your genes, right? Your dad obviously was an unbelievable boxer. You did boxing. You did mixed martial arts. Uh, you did boxing again. If you had a pick... Are you a boxer or are you a mixed martial artist? See, everybody always says that to me, and I say I'm a fighter. Yeah. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Is there one you liked better, though? You know, I will tell you, um, they're two, like, it's they're two very, different, oh, they're totally, totally different. different. You know, yeah. it's like saying, you know, uh, NFL football and PGA golf. You know, it's, just, it's that big of a difference, right? The one thing I really loved about mixed martial arts is you can be more ruthless. You okay. know, there's so much more weapons that you have. Whereas yeah. boxing, it's more of a chess game, you know, like things that you do in MMA, you cannot do in boxing, you know, or you'll get 
caught real quick and you'd be yeah. like, oh, well, I can't do that, right? So I can't really say that I love one more than the other because I I just love to fight. So, yeah, yeah you know, but um, I'll tell you right now, the big money's in boxing. Yeah. <laughs> As you can see, you yes. know, all around the world, that's where it's at. And 100%. That's why everybody's doing it. But, um, yeah, you know, I just love combat sports, period. And so uh, you're a combat, you know, you've, you've got uh, uh, Vegas-style boxing. You also have kickboxing. Right uh, on your card. So for, for fans that are going to come down to it, it's not just a boxing, uh, you know, a kickboxing, very different. Yes, very different. And actually, um, so the kickboxing, we said a kickboxing, but really it's Muay Thai. Okay. So, um, and this is going to be the first time ever in Edmonton, while well, we're on Enoch, but um, first ever Muay Thai with four ounce gloves. Oh. So you're wearing MMA gloves. So that brings it even that more exciting. And, uh, you know, they've been talking about it ever since 1FC implemented the Muay Thai with four-ounce gloves that this sport is the most exciting sport in the world. Now, Remember, why is it just because there's more chance of, like, more chance of knockouts? More chance of knockouts. It's, it's just more of exciting. You don't get the pausing when it comes to the ground or up against a cage. This is, you know, fists, elbows, knees, kicks. You got everything. So... Three-minute rounds. It's a fast-paced round for four-ounce gloves. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, Ryan Ford joins us, and of course, uh, this Saturday night, at, uh, it's at the River Creek. No, it's nope. at the Enoch Community Center. It's at the Enoch it's Community Center. It's about five minutes down oh, from okay. the River Just Creek. Down. Oh, I don't think I've been there, actually. I think I know exactly where it is, but I don't think I've seen a fight there. So what? Like, what's the um, what's the capacity? What can you squeeze in there? So this one, uh, we'll have 1,000 people. Okay. Um, this is 1,000 people. and um, So you're packed in there. Every seat in the house is pretty good. It's going to be It's going to be packed. You know, we have uh, Ben Alvarez. You know, he's up-and-coming heavyweight here. He's fighting for the Canadian Classic heavyweight title. And as well, he's going to be fighting for the UBO North American um, title as well. So there's two belts up for grabs in the main event. Eh. You, you know the importance of, you know, I think Edmonton has a really good history of being a boxing community. You go way back to, you know, Kenny Lacusa. I actually just saw Scotty the Bulldog Olsen um, at, uh, at Robin Brownlee's um, uh, Celebration of Life. And, you know, some guys, that, you know, there's lots of pretty good boxers have come out of here. Obviously, you know, you go back to Willie DeWitt had fought here a few times, you know, yourself, and you go through it. And, um, you know, the, there's something like the heavyweight division is just, it's a little bit different, right? Like there's people go there because not, not that the fighting's necessarily better, it's just you got bigger guys, and there's more of a probability of a KO, and fans still seem to gravitate towards that. A hundred percent. You know, when you're putting a guy who's 220 pounds in the ring with 10-ounce gloves, it's a 50-50 chance who's going to get knocked out. And that's the thing with our main event. It's going to be exciting. It's a 10-round fight, but I'll tell you, it will not go 10 rounds. We got Jay Byard. He's the Eastern and Western Canadian champion right now. Six-fight win streak. Six knockouts. All right. Now we got Ben Alvarez up and coming. Five fight win streak. Five knockouts. <laughs> so somebody's getting knocked out. Just who's getting knocked out is going to be. <laughs> so you know, Ryan, when, when you uh, when you fought, uh, and obviously you're still fighting, but you know, you, you were a guy who was very emotional. I think uh, you, you're very aggressive. Uh, you know, that was kind of you know very athletic. Uh, when you look, when you're a promoter. And, and you're trying to pick fights, and you're a guy who's still in it. Is it easier, or do you have to take a step back to be like, okay, I, I just want a slobber knocker, and, well, we don't want all my fights to end in one round, right? So yeah. how, how do you balance that now? I have to balance it because, you know, the inner fighter is always in me, but I need to understand that 
every fighter is not me. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's the thing is, you know, matching the fights. And that's a big thing that with my promotion, what's going to happen is there is going to be our local fighters on the card, but our local fighters are also going to be tested. Now, you know, you're not going to get a guy come in and watch him mop the floor in the first round with a fighter. I don't want that fight. I want these guys to be challenged, you know. My nickname was the real deal for a reason because I was a real deal when I stepped in the ring, the cage, and outside, right? So that's what I want is these being real fights, you know. We have um, a Ukrainian kid from our gym, came from Ukraine about a year ago. Uh, he has 150-plus amateur fights. He's 24 years old. We brought him here. 150? Into- See, and that's a difference that a lot of guys in Canada don't understand, like, these other countries, when they do boxing, it's life. Yeah. 24 years old, 150-plus amateur fights. I got guys in my gym who are 26, 27 years old, eight, nine amateur fights. Yeah. Big difference there. Now, this kid, we brought, he came to our gym. We started training him. And um, every tournament we went to, he's wiping out everybody. And he's like, Coach, I want to go pro. Okay, well, we're going to turn him pro. And the guy that he's fighting is going to be a guy who's three and one with two knockouts. So this is his pro debut. He's fighting a guy with four fights with three with two knockouts. Right. So it's going to be um, a challenging fight. I want guys to be challenged. I don't want, you know, you go to some shows and you watch and you see, oh, this guy just gets three punches and he's knocked out. You know, I don't want that. I want people to see this is real fighting, real boxing. Well, the the one thing I always had to. Uh an irk about boxing I felt like was as guys got up then once they got to a certain level then they just protected the fighter and they would they would take fights that could pad their stats but it, you know and, and it wasn't somebody that was really going to be dangerous against him somebody had a good chin and they could go four or five rounds but ultimately you know boxer a would win and now he's improved to 10 and 0 and then he's 12 and 0 but the record is is somewhat inflated right and, and and we've seen that. Then all of a sudden you move up a level. Now you fight someone good and boom, it's chaos. It's, and now you're getting crushed. So I understand the importance. You don't want to put a, an entry-level guy in against a super experienced guy because he'll get his head knocked off. And that's yeah. it's unsafe. You don't want that. How do you find that? Like As a guy who was in it, right, still in it, so you would kind of remember that. What's a safe level to challenge yourself? How do you find that? Yeah, you know, and that's that's the thing with boxing because there's so much politics behind that people don't see right and um it's a big money sport so what becomes big money becomes you know a business right Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard for that because you know um unless you have that promoter backing you with the big money and everything it's hard to become a world champion it's it's just real you know um whereas you know you get a guy like myself i like to take risks because for me and i tell my fighters with no risk comes no reward you know, I could have stayed here and did my boxing, fighting Mexicans, bringing them in, making a little bit of money. But really, where does that move me in the world? Whereas, you know, you take a fight against a risky fight overseas against a guy who's ranked. You never know. You beat him. That could be your big shot. You used to, you went to, you, like I noticed the last four or five years of your career, you know, you fought on the road a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and you fought in, and I would say no offense to Canadians, but in in much more kind of established boxing countries. Is that fair? 100%. Yeah. How was that experience for you? It, it, was, it was different. That's for sure. Like, um, like I've been Germany, Russia, England, Poland, 
I've been all over, and it's like you come there, these people treat you like you are somebody big, even if you're not a big, just because you're a sportsman. They call it sportsmen out there. Okay. And um, it's different because, like, you, there's so much funding for the sport. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, that's why you see most of the world champions are from different countries, not Canada. Right? Yeah. Uh, or guys come from different countries with that big amateur background and then come to Canada and most likely end up in Montreal because Montreal is where the best boxers in Canada are. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so it's um, the different. It's it, it was a real big eye opener because, you know, I'm showing up. I'm fighting on the Lomachenko undercard in the O2 arena, 90,000 people. You know, like it's like, man, this like, is that, like. Can you explain to our listeners? Because now you'd fought in places, you know, sold out for five thousand people, seven thousand, but now you're in a ninety thousand stadium and it's sold out. And you know, you're you're in the ring and it's a very small ring when you think about a ninety a ninety thousand oh, seat stadium, yeah, right? Like <laughs> some people need binoculars in some of those seats to see it. But when you walk in there, like, can you describe how different the sound is? Oh, it's. Yeah, like, you know, I, I've sold out, fought on sold out shows here in Edmonton, and over there it's just another level. You know, it's like, uh, man, how could I put it? Like, just making that walk, you yeah. have a 200-foot walk to the ring from where you are, right? So it's you're hearing people from all over, fans, not fans, people booing. It's like, and then you get in the ring and you look around and you're, like, looking way up, you know? It's... uh it's an experience, but then that's something where you need to rise to the occasion in front of those people, right? That's something that I loved. It's like, man, more people here? Okay, I got to be on point. Did you find the first time, did you have to rein in your energy? Like, did you almost punch yourself out in the first round because you're so jacked up, right? Like, oh, my God, like, I just feel the energy here. And then all of a sudden, you come to sit down after one round, and you're like, oh, my God, like, I really almost blew myself up right there in that first round. You know what? It's weird because that's happened... That usually happens in all my fights. It's okay. weird. Like, you know, I know I'm ready because I've trained hard to get to the fight. And then the first round will happen and I'll come back, sit down. I'll be like, why am I so tired? But then I'll go back out and it's like, I'm not. Right. Yeah. So it's um, a lot of mixed emotions come when you're fighting in a different place like that. Right. Like the first time that I flew away and fought was in Siberia, Russia. <laughs> you know, like I heard about Siberian tigers, but I'm like, I'm actually in Siberia now, you know, and. When we fought in this venue, it was a it was a nice size stadium, probably about ten twelve thousand people. Um, but I fought, fought a former um, world champion, Fedor Chudinov, and you know they made us walk out to the ring, stat, stat in the ring, and now it's his time. So what they try to do, because you're in enemy territory, yeah, nothing works for you. Yes. So now I'm standing in the ring. My coach says, "Ryan, keep your jacket on." Right? He's like, "What they're going to do? They're going to try to make you get cold." Right? So we're standing in the ring. His music comes on, all this stuff comes down. All of a sudden, this guy comes walking out, and he's walking a bear. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like trying to stay focused, but I'm looking and I see this bear walking on his two feet, and the guy's like has it on a leash. And yeah, they walking. love the Russian bears over there. Oh, they yeah. love it over yeah. there, right? So it, it was funny because when it came to my corner, my other two corner men were down on the ground, and as soon as the bear like came by, boom, they were up in the ring. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's just different things. You have to adapt to the situations, right? That you're put in because when you're a B side fighter fighting on the road. They're going to do everything they can to try to mess with you. Yeah. Did Was there ever one where it worked? Did you ever feel like they got you off your game for a little time? Um, 
No, you know, because I was always I was always straight up with them. This is what I want. If it ain't, it needs to change or I'm not fighting. Okay. You know, where most people, like, you got to be very mentally strong. That's, you know, especially in boxing, period, even when on the fight. The mentality has to be there, or if it's not, you're already losing. So, you know, I always knew I was going to be, when I'm traveling and I'm going to fight, I always knew they're going to try to pull something, right? Don't phase me. You what, know? What, what, can you give us something that they tried to pull that you maybe you chuck about now that, you know, that you kept your calm but maybe irked you? Uh, well, the first, I fought in Germany, and, you know, I told them um, when me and my corners come, we all got to go, we all get put in a room, single rooms, each single rooms. So we get to Germany, uh, the Uber driver picks us up, we go and meet the promoter, he gives us our per diem money, and then he says, okay, this is the hotel you go to. Well, he sends us to this hotel, and literally I open up my door to the to the hotel, and it was like a box. <laughs> like, you know, and I specifically said in my, in my uh, contract, I need a bath, because yeah. that's how I cut weight, how I start using to cut my weight and stuff, and... No bath, stand up, shower, like literally a room, like I could put both my ha- arms out like this and that is my room, <laughs> you know? And then I'm like, no, this isn't happening, right? So I made the call, say, hey, you need to put us in a hotel room. I said, I'm not staying here. And, uh, you know, I said, it's a 12 round title fight. Like, you know, we're not staying here. So then, he, oh, find a hotel, put us in. Okay, I found the Holiday Inn in Germany, in Cologne, Germany, you know? Perfect. This is a hotel that I'm used to, yeah. you know? And, uh, you know, and then just... Little things about gloves and this and that, like you know, they just every little thing they, they'll try to off off your game, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I can see it. Ryan Ford joins. We'll come back. I want to talk about the big event coming up uh, this Saturday here on the Jason Greger Show on Sports fourteen forty live on Orders Nation YouTube and Facebook. Oh yeah, Con Man, great tune, of course, fitting as we uh, continue on here on Sports fourteen forty. Our big guest of the day today, brought to you by. Silent Rides, Charter Company. Uh, Ryan Ford, of course, uh, still got a few fights left in him. He says. Uh, but uh, he's uh, in the promotion game. And uh, this Saturday night, uh, Real Deal Promotions will uh, put now. You've, you've done some amateur, but this is your first pro one, Ryan. We talked about it. To, are yeah. there still some tickets available? Yes, there's some tickets available, I believe, on Eventbrite. Um, also, your local fighters. And then um, there'll be tickets at the door, too, to come. You know, there's I know there's a there's. There's a few left, but I'm pretty sure there's not going to be much because yeah, I just had another fighter come meet me and ask for a hundred more tickets. So, you know, it's uh, it, it's going well. That's great, and you know what you. And I think you remember that because I, I think some of our listeners maybe forget that part of the game when you're, you know, you said off the top, ah, you know, when you're a fighter, you only had to worry about fighting. I'm like, well, not a hundred percent because you guys used to make a little bit more money. If you could sell some tickets, you, so you kind of got used to it in a small way early in your career. I'm sure the last few years you didn't have to worry about it, but the, you know, early in your career, I remember, you know, like lots of promoters wanted you on the car because they knew that, you know, you'd have buddies and they would sell some tickets and you had your, you know, you had your posse there and everything like that. So there was a way to kind of, you know, dip your toe in a little bit of understanding how it is to go out there and sell some tickets. No, for sure. And, you know, and this is, uh, it's actually a conversation that I had with my fighters, uh, the other day. I was like, Everybody always asks how I got what I got from fighting and this and this. And I said, guys, I'm like, you need to understand one thing. Not only are you a fighter. I said, yes, you could be a good fighter and everything, but you have to sell a package to people. Yeah. You know, it's everything. You have to talk to the people. You have to, like, I said, social media is free. I said, back when I was fighting, people had to pay to be in the newspaper. I said, (laughs) now you have thousands of pages you can be on for free if you make one post. Yeah. I said, you know, I said, that's the biggest thing is getting the connection with the fans, right? I said, guys, after the fight, you stick around for the hour. 
I said, yeah. I was that guy after my fight. I'm the main event. I'm still outside of my change room signing people's autographs, taking pictures, letting them feel that, you know, that they just uh, didn't pay. They're actually getting a connection with you, too. And yeah. that's what builds the fan base, yeah, right? makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and, and you need that. So tell me a little bit about Alvarez and, and your main event. Uh, you know, what do you like about Alvarez? Obviously, you know, you've seen him. Well, what do you like about his, his yeah, skill set? Yeah, you know, well, um, me and Ben, we've been sparring partners from, like, way back in the, the old Panther gym days. Okay. Um, so, you know, I, I've seen Ben uh, move up the amateur rankings, you know, Golden Gloves champion, I believe national champion. Um you know, he was called for um, Canelo's training camp when uh, when he was fighting Kovalov because they needed a tall, slender, long guy. Oh, okay. And Ben Alvarez was that guy. So, you know, he's been put in camps with Canelo, hmm. done lots of rounds with him. Um, and, yeah, he switched over to our gym at Wolf House. He's been working with uh, my partner, Parvez, in the coaching business. And, um, and yeah, I just – he's young. He's hungry. That's the biggest thing, you know. I, I I see it in his eyes. Like after after training, it's just he's hungry. He wants to fight, and he doesn't have an easy task in front of him. You know, he's fighting Jay Byron from BC. Um, this guy is grown up boxing too. Um, you know, he he did have a lengthy time away for something that he did when he was young, and um, you know he's came back. He's won the East and West Canadian titles, and he's on a six-fight win streak right now. So, um, you know, like like I said, this is Ben's sixth fight, and he's not fighting a tomato can. Yeah. He's fighting a guy that's coming to fight and coming to knock you out. So this fight alone is going to be fireworks at the end of the night. You've you've been to a, you know a lot of cards over the years. Um, you've been there as a fighter a lot, so it's easy to be into it. Yep. How do you think it's going to be as the promoter when you're walking around? You know, you, you got to manage a lot of people. Right? You got to make sure everything's going. And then you want to, you know, you're, you're emotionally invested in all the fights because you want them. You, you want both guys to do well. Yeah. Right. And so how do you kind of balance that? You're not necessarily like you're cheering for both, but you know that somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. Yeah. And you know what the crazy thing about this fight card is I, I don't get to sit back and watch the show. I'm actually going to be in the corner with most of these fighters from my gym. Oh, really? So, you know, me and uh, my partner, Parvez, we're both going to be in the corner. And, like, you know, this was came up the other day. I was like, man, I was like, we're not even going to see what we put on until we watch it on TV after. I said, because we're going to be in the corners. Because out of the all the fights, I think we're not cornering for two fights. All the rest, you know, we're in the main event. We're in the co-main event. We're on the, the the first fight, you know, so it's it's going to be hard, but you know, it's gonna there's going to be that time where it transitions. But right now, you know, been helping training these guys, so you know, it's only right to be in the corner with them. They feel comfortable, yeah. And um, it's going to get to that point though, whereas I'm going to be the guy walking around in the suit and enjoying myself and still running things. So we do have we do the thing about the gym, we have a lot of volunteers at our gym. You know, so we have people that can take care of the things that need to be taken care of when we're at the show that we don't have to worry about that. Ryan Ford joins. So, the, of course, you got the two Canadians in the main event. Uh, you got the Dimitro Samburov, the Ukrainian boy who's now fighting uh, out of your gym, uh, taking on uh, Carrillo. Uh, Tim Lowe, another Canadian in, in Muay Thai. Uh, you've got uh, an all-Canadian matchup, uh, Dixon uh, McKayo versus uh, Olivier uh, uh, 
Satumbi. Uh, you also have uh, Alexandra Lopez taking on uh, Cecilia Aguilar. So you got obviously uh, some women on the card yes, as well. Yeah. You got Mexican fighters. You got American fighters, uh, Ukrainian, Canadian. So it's really, you know, well-versed, a well-versed card that way. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is we want to, you know, this is our first show, but it's not going to be our first show. You know, I, I want to make this a big, big event in Canada, um, you know, with the mixed combat right it's not just going to be boxing you're going to have the muay thai with the four ounce gloves as well yeah. and um you know the the Alex, alexander um this kid from ukraine he's done a bunch of amateur boxings did some amateur muay thai and now he's turning pro against a guy from washington who i believe is like 50 60 fights at amateur muay thai and um you know coming in to take on him um another uh, another guy that you know i want to speak of is tim lowe He's a, a Muay Thai fighter out of Sherwood Park. He's yeah. actually won, just won the WBC Muay Thai Championship. Oh, really? And, um, you know, this guy is somebody, you know, he, he he's like, man, he's like four-ounce gloves, you know? He's used to fighting in traditional 10-ounce gloves, right? So he's excited that, you know, he gets to put on some gloves that feel like your hands, right? And, um, you know, I've watched some of his fights, and, you know, this guy's going to be be somebody to be watching for sure. Well, I look forward to it, uh, Ryan. Uh, continued success. Uh, uh, good to hear you got a few fights uh, left in you. But uh, as you mentioned uh, during the break, you're like, hey, man, I'm starting to feel it uh, a little bit for the first time. And, hey, you know, age catches up to everybody. Well, it does. It but, does. Uh, but um, you know what? Uh, uh, you're in your early 40s and uh, definitely not looking like it. So uh, best of luck <laughs> in, in this uh, in this weekend's event and uh, continued success in the future. All right, man. Thank you very much for having me. You betcha. That's uh, Ryan, the Real Deal Ford. And, of course, uh, Real Deal Promotions with their, uh, their first card. Uh, you get tickets on event bright uh this saturday night if you like boxing and muay thai it's a card with both uh, specialties both disciplines happening so should be a lot of fun